you live? I just moved to financial district, actually. Yes, sir. Why is that right there? The financial district, do I have to explain it? Is that the dream? Is that like your dream place to live is the financial district? Yes! Gossip Nista here, your one and only source into the real lives of New Yorkers and what it's like to live in New York City. So is it all glitz and glamour? Where do you start? What should you know? And who am I? I'll tell you everything you need to know and you'll thank me for it. XOXO Gossip Nista. Wow, what you just heard is a soundbite from what we're discussing today, which is the updating show. Now, imagine being live on stage. You're a dater, guy, girl, guy, guy, and so forth. You're in front of a live audience. You are blindfolded, and you get to know the other person on stage, and you're getting feedback and roars and raws from the audience and their opinions and so forth. And it just gets wild. It gets raw. It gets crazy. It gets sexy sometimes. And that is what the updating show is. The updating show is essentially revolutionizing the way we're dating today, you know, long gone are the days of just apps or meeting in person, which are still very viable. But this is a raw live in person experience where you get to participate, you get to see matchmaking, and you get to have a show and an experience all in one. So my guest today is one of the co-founders, Harrison Foreman, who is joining me. Harrison is going to essentially share his New York story, of course, telling us what he loves and dislikes about New York City, but he's also going to talk about the creation of the updating show, this raw experience, which was founded by him and his co-founder, Brandon Berman. And we're going to dive deep into it, you know, why it started, how it started, how it works, all the details, how you can join live on stage or, you know, just as an audience member. It's going to be a fun show. There's going to be a lot of dating tips here. And I'm going to plug in some things into the show notes that are going to be helpful for you to have on hand if dating is something that you're doing in New York City. So without further ado... Let's dive into my interview with Harrison Foreman. If you want to come on Updating, go to our Instagram at Updating Show. We've started a nationwide search to cast people to go on a blind date in front of a live audience. Hey, Harrison. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe I have you on the podcast today. We are going to talk a very spicy subject here in New York City, dating in New York. We're talking updating. We're going to learn about your story. Welcome. How are you doing today? Hey, Mariana. I'm honored to be here. This is a pleasure. It's a thrill. It's sunny out. Uh, I was just lying down the park, so I'm feeling relaxed and I feel great. No, it's nice to be here. Oh, amazing. Uh, New York's weather is great right now. It's getting a little hot. Oh, it's best city in the world right now. I mean, it it is the best city in the world throughout the year, but especially during early June before it gets too hot. Yeah, I hear you. I hear. Okay. And since we're talking New York, I, you know, where I open the conversation is essentially learning about individuals, New York story. I I need to hear Harrison. The first question is, are you a a born native? Are you from somewhere else coming into New York? Like, where are you from? Yeah. So um, I grew up in South Jersey, actually. Mm -hmm. So uh, near Philadelphia. Mm. Um, about 20 minutes from Philly, this town called Voorhees, typical, you know, su- Jersey suburb, great, you know, childhood and mm-hmm. everything. I, I'm a newer, I'm a newish New Yorker, mm-hmm. four years now Okay. in New York. Uh, I spent some time on the West Coast. I lived in San Francisco before New York, which was 
interesting and cool for many reasons. And I've been in New York for four years. And to be honest, Mariana, I don't want to leave. I oh, think I'm here forever. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's the best state in the whole U.S. Definitely. It, it really is an incredible state. I forgot. I didn't even because even outside New York City, most people forget there's like this whole state, you know, so Long big. Island and Hudson Valley and mm-hmm. upstate and it's all beautiful. Yeah. The Catskills, you know, so forth. Oh my God. I am excited to know, you know, you've been here for four years. That, that's a pretty good time. You know, I, I know it could be longer, it could be shorter, but I love Very it. Very good time. <laughs> so uh, let me know what inspired you to move here. Like, okay, where were you before this? And what made you say like, okay, I need to be in New York. It's a good question. I think, uh, so when I was in San Francisco, I was there for four years, early 20s, you know, figuring out what you want to do, who you want to be, mm-hmm. career paths, all of that. And, and obviously media entertainment, this whole business, it's really just been where my passion has lied for decades almost. And so I knew I needed to be in New York or L.A. And I remember I was struggling in San Francisco personally, mm-hmm. professionally towards the end. I was just so sick of it. And I put on my bulletin board, like my little vision board, uh, I need to be in New York or L.A. by May. I think it was 2018. And I just had to I had no job. Like there was nothing set up. And I just knew I had to get the hell out of San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And L.A. versus New York was interesting. But when I really got to the core of it, uh, you know, family close here and, and the energy, like I'm a high energy person. I love being around people and I just feed off the energy of like people and that's a lot more prevalent here in New York than LA and so I also love like the diversity of New York everyone is doing different stuff I didn't want to be too the thing with LA sure it's like Hollywood and all that you know entertainment but our world is kind of digital meets old school showbiz so that's Mm. New York really and you have so many different people and backgrounds. And I feel like for humor and comedy, like New York is really great too, because everyone is kind of funny in New York. You know, there's like a brashness and honesty. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. Oh my gosh. You explained it so well. I loved how you gave those contrasts between, you know, uh, Northern California and New York and so forth. I, I'm just curious to know though, just for those that are right. wondering, like, so what was it about San Francisco that didn't fully mm. jive with you? It's a really good question. I think, uh, so a lot of love for, for SF, first of all. Like, mm-hmm. I moved there when I had no clue what was going on. I just want to get away. After college, a lot of my friends and peers did move to New York. And best decision of my life, not moving to New York right after school, for sure. Mm-hmm. feel like it gave me just, uh, you know, I had to go out there alone. I had to find myself quicker. I feel yeah. like I matured a lot faster, just being totally in this exotic, faraway land called San Francisco, California. So total, uh, total love for it. Like I learned so much about myself and everything. Uh, But towards the end, I don't know, it was a few reasons. Like personally, the people were not my vibe, uh, to to say the (laughs) least. I didn't love the passive aggressive culture out there. It's kind of one of those things where people are nice, but not really kind. Mm. Um, and they say like New Yorkers are like not nice, but they're very kind because they're honest. Right. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of passive aggressive stuff was really starting to annoy me. I just didn't like the people. I, it wasn't, I just, it's just too much tech. It wasn't like a, it's not a diverse place. So, and then I got connected to some people here where I thought I'd end up working with. And so, yeah, I, I just had to get out. I do remember a very distinct moment when I was deciding whether to, take this thing to get to New York. And I was like debating whether to do it. And then I'm walking home after some BS freelance job or whatever. Mm. And I like walk over a homeless guy and then I get to the top of the hill. And cause you know, a lot of hills out there. Yeah. And I'm like, I had like a, a, an epiphany, like a spiritual, like conversation with myself. I'm literally yelling out loud. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Harrison, like, what are you doing? Like, what are you, I'm like, what are you actually doing right now, dude? I'm like, you have a ticket to get, and I, I won't curse, but you have a ticket to get, get TF out of here. Well, like, what are you doing? And I'm like yelling at myself. I'm like, yo, get, you need to like start this next chapter. Like you're getting like, st- like literally like trapped. And it was a very profound convo. And I, I just remember like standing up on my bed, like shouting and like clapping. Cause I, I like decided like, 
I need to get, I, I felt like released from prison almost. Oh my gosh. Like, you, you <laughs> like I was curse. getting You out. could curse. I almost want to curse for you. I'm no. feeling everything you just, you know. Yeah. I'm a, am I allowed to swear a little bit? Yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. No, I was like, Harris, you got to get the fuck out of here. Like what, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, uh, it was a, an emotional moment. <laughs> I love it's hard it, to move. It's hard to leave a yeah. city. That's why yeah. I think this is probably my last stop. It's, it's very tough to move, especially as you get older. A hundred percent. It's a good move though. I think you made the yeah. right decision. I mean, there's so much that's happened since then. Totally. So, I mean, this is, you know, where you're meant to be. So I love that. We're going to dive into that as we move into our second segment, but I am going to like jump into my next question, which is, okay, so you landed in New York city. Yeah. What neighborhood did you land upon? And, and are you still in that neighborhood or where are you now? Ooh, Tell that's me about a good your question. Yeah. Oh, I, I, and I love how your, your podcast is so New York. Cause I don't really, I feel like in a lot of interviews I've done, it's like all about like dating and like mm-hmm. uh, dating is interesting, but New York is really interesting. Yeah. Um, so my parents live here. So my very first stop, I like crashed in their place uh, on the Upper West Side, you know, little stomping ground. And then I found a, an apartment on the West Side in Chelsea mm-hmm. uh, with a couple of roommates. Uh, won't get into that, but let's just say it was, you know, not it, it was the kind of roommate situation where you don't even like have the thought are we going to renew like it doesn't even like cross your brain yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that it was that just was, a stop it mm-hmm. was the definite I love that it was literally a stop and I lived there got my foot in my bearings and because actually I would say because I didn't have a great home situation I do think and I'm I'm very much a class at fault person and so looking back, I do think it was a healthy thing because it forced me, like, I did not want to be home ever in this mm-hmm. apartment. It was very uncomfortable. <laughs> like even walking, I never sat on the couch in my living room. Like I, I was like afraid to leave my room. Like just the yeah. people, like the energy was just not, it wasn't great energy in the apartment. And like, mm-hmm. I need to be around positive energy. So the silver lining was, I was like forced to literally just walk around all the time. Like I would... Mm-hmm like wake up on a Saturday and just say, Hey, and I would like try and shower as quickly as possible, get dressed as quickly as possible. So I could just leave for the day and like float. I would call it floating. And nice. I still, and I still float and I would end up in all these places and exploring. And so I did Chelsea and now I live in a place in nomad, um, mm. pretty central near Madison square park, got a great COVID deal. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm very happy. I live alone and highly recommend living alone. It's a, it's, it's a wonderful, it's, it's wonderful. You know, you can set up the energy, the feng shui to your liking, to your benefit. Yeah. Nomad's such a great central area too. Cause it's like you're near Midtown, but you're near, you know, lower Manhattan and, and it's just accessible in the middle to everything and Madison square park, Flatiron. So loving that. Oh you- my God. Totally. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. in a, uh, I'm going to Madison Square Park a lot. I'm just lying on the grass. It's really, really nice. And sure, like downtown might be more artsy or creative. And But at the end of the day, I do value my home situation. Like I want to be comfortable at home. And you get a little bit more space up here. I'm just at the point of my life. Like I'm not really trying to be in a shoebox to be in this cool neighborhood. I think a lot of people get this misconception with New York. Like the neighborhood makes you cool. And my belief is always like, no, you should make the neighborhood cool. You know, you could live anywhere. It's all about, it's not really this external thing. So I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely like you noted, neighborhood has to do a lot with like where you're going to spend your time and energy and feeling comfortable in it too is, is a key. So appreciate Absolutely. you sharing where you have been within the city. Now for specifics on what you like and dislike about New York, would love to hear Ooh, those. I, I love these questions. Oh my God. What I love and dislike about New York City. I'll start with dislike, so I end on the positive. Okay, so what, what do I dislike about New York? How crowded it is, just like, uh, you know, cooler restaurants or bars. Like, I wish it was just more of an ease, like you just walk in situation. That That's a little annoying sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, you do kind of have to plan for like events and shows and um, nice dinners, like cool restaurants. Like you do have to plan a little bit which right which is almost like contradictory to the city which is like you float around and you Mm -hmm. just go with the energy and the flow but for those like occasions you do kind of have to plan so that that can be a little tough um you know there's really not a lot I don't 
don't like. I think, uh, you know, I think the people, I think sometimes maybe the bubbles, you know, a lot of people are in their bubbles here. Like I try and get beyond the bubble. Mm. Um, I'm also in bubbles. People get into these bubbles of like, you know, they're friends with the people who went, they went to college with or they're building and they don't like truly try and get out there. But at the end of the day, I think I've grown and I've realized that it's just not for everyone, right? Meeting Mm -hmm. new people. It's Mm -hmm. a very rare trait that like myself and some of my friends, my peers have where like we relish meeting new people, Mm -hmm. but a lot of people don't want to do that. And that's fine. That is totally fine. Yeah. Um, I, and then I guess the other lame answer for what I don't like about New York would be the weather, like two months of the year. So I've realized, um, you know, from again, if I'm really drilling into it, I don't mind December, even parts of January. It's February, March and mid-April to mm-hmm. mid-April that are just tough, specifically March, where it's like on and off, April on and off, tough. It's just a little, yeah, I just can't stand the weather during like March. I think March yeah. is not... So moving forward, I'm really going to try and travel and do work stuff outside in New York in March. It's just I love it. You were specific about these things, and those were good things to note. Now, what are some yeah. things you love about New York City? Oh my God, what's not to like? I love, uh, I love the ease of. I guess the contrary to that, the ease of meeting people, you know, from all different backgrounds and interesting situations and people. Uh, you know, I love how diverse the city is. You know you have it's so diverse and obviously diverse of occupation right friends of mine are in blue collar jobs friends are in finance or fashion or tech or media everyone is hustling here and Mm -hmm. I I love how people you know it's not just one industry diversity of background too you know I'm like I love meeting people from you know the Caribbean who live in New York people from all over, like Asian America like it's just it's so diverse New York right I think it literally is the most diverse city yep. um, like I don't want to just have like uh, like you know I love having a very diverse friend group it's very important to me mm-hmm. and I, I think that's like refreshing I think New York I actually think there's a really cool Obama quote where he was like Chicago still feels like very like segregated I think he said and then Mm -hmm. New York he was like you feel like you're a part of the world and Mm. I I think that is really cool here I love like the ease of New York you know if I need a toothbrush it's like literally three minutes to go to Walgreens you're you're telling me like I literally went nice right where do you live in the city I live in Kipps Bay so not too far from you yeah um and uh I like got a pedicure midday um and I'm just like okay nowhere else in this world can I just walk out my door and it's like here's a pedicure place here's a grocery store here's this here's that like everything that your fingertips in New York and the ease of it is so amazing it's crazy right yeah it's Mm -hmm. so it's just so simple and nice and it's refreshing. And yeah, I think there's just like a bond that New Yorkers have. You noted on a lot of great things about the city. So thank you for, for sharing. Oh, of course. Some likes and dislikes there. All right. So now I want to hear from you, Harrison. It's like, you know, th- there's something that makes New Yorkers and New York, New York. Like, I, I know we can, we can say it's the people, it's the diversity, it's the culture. Is there, is there anything else that you think makes New York and New Yorkers who they are. So I love that. Wow. Um, there is, there's like a, you know, there's like a, a brutal honesty about New York that is very unique to New York, to New York, mm-hmm. you know, especially mm-hmm. having lived on the, like, that's my first thought, especially having lived on the West coast. Um, I love the brutal honesty. Like if you look like shit, like people are going to tell you that and it's, and they'll make it funny. Like it's not mean, you know, yeah, <laughs> everyone's yeah. trying to help you. <laughs> um, and that I think is just so cool. And like, there is such a friendliness than New Yorkers have for each other, right? Like I, I became very close friends with my Starbucks barista. Her name is Nina. She is mm. the coolest person in the world. We met, I would just go to the Starbucks often. We keep in touch. Like she, she sends me pics of her family and mm-hmm. started like a cake business or something. And there's just a friendliness that I think is just so unique to New York. It's so unique. There's a passion here. People here are very passionate that I also don't think exists anywhere else. Love it. And would you yeah. consider yourself a New Yorker at this point? Oh my point? God. I'm such a New Yorker. Okay. I'm so, I get anxiety going 20 minutes outside the city. I can't even go to New Jersey anymore. Mm. Uh, like it's just, I, I get my, I start shaking. I'm like trembling. Uh, I love <laughs> I, it. Yeah. No, I leave the would, state. You would not have been happy in LA. It's definitely, um, you know, oh, not it's, just, it's just calmer. It's just, it's, it's awful. Not, 
And, I, and honestly, Mariana, and, you know, I'm single right now, but I would love to raise a family in the city. Like, I just think it's the coolest thing. I want to be here. Obviously, you know, there are a lot of, uh, let's call it, uh, steps to get there, right? Making sure financially and everything. Yeah. But I, I think it's, why not? You know, why not just stay here forever and raise kids in the city? I think it would be the coolest thing ever. Oh, you just set a bunch of alarms off here. <laughs> Whoever's uh, listening is like, oh, Harrison, Seagull, kids in the there city. There we go. Yeah, oh, this I, is I, awesome. Yeah, I, I think it would be, how long have you been in New York? I've been in New York two and a half, almost three years. Oh, that's um, it? Oh, wow. Yeah, not that long. the way but, you're talking about New York, I feel like you've been here like decades. You know, you know, I, I feel like New York is my essence, regardless of me having lived here. Um, but I actually started the podcast because... It, it was like right during the pandemic, I didn't have access to, you know, questions I needed answered about the city, what people's experiences wow. were like and so forth. So it was just like, hey, uh, you know, I, I'm going to create this podcast to connect with New Yorkers and share their stories. So anyone who comes after me doesn't feel the same way I did, like clueless, right? They have resources and information from New Yorkers. Oh, Totally. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So not too I long. Awesome. I wish it could be forever. We never know where life takes us, but yes, but everything happens for a reason. Everything happens for a I, reason. I believe in, I definitely believe in that. The universe brings us to where we need to go at the right time. Yeah. Um, so, which I think is really cool. hundred percent. So about the universe and time aligning and all things that that sorts. But um, I want to ask you, Harrison, you know, you've lived here long enough and you don't even need to live here that long to have an Oni in New York story or moment or, or thing that's like, oh my gosh, this Oni happens in New York. Do you, can you think of one? I know it's kind of like on the spot, but might you have one that you can share? An Oni in New York story? Oof, so many. There are so many. I, well, the story I just shared about my barista, I think is really cool. Like I, like how many... And she started giving me, Nina was giving me free chai. I would walk in. I didn't pay for my Starbucks for like a year. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like literally, like, which is insane. I felt like I was at like a nightclub um, uh -huh. and I knew the bartender and they were hooking up drinks. Like that was the relationship we had at Starbucks. Like I don't, that I feel like is so New York. Like I, true, I like Starbucks isn't a mom and pop where you could just get a free drink. You know, right. Like I, right. she would literally give me a free drink every single time I walked. That was insane. Hopefully Starbucks, the CEO isn't listening. Right now. <laughs> I agree. Um, and, getting uh, her in trouble. So that, and, yeah, that's one example. I think uh, other, I mean, there's so many, I, I think um, the other day I kind of just walked into this really cool hotel and I told them, Hey, I'm not staying here, but I would love to use the pool. And they said, we don't really care, uh, mm -hmm. you know, just stay here. We just want New Yorkers. So just walked right into a hotel, rooftop pool. Um, I mean, there's so many, whether it's oh, like man. Chi Chinatown, I, I love. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. Were you so looking for a say, pool? No, no. I'm just saying like, I, you don't you get did the that. same thing. <laughs> no, no, I've never done that. But like, I wasn't expecting you to say, oh, yeah, come on in. I was totally I know, expecting isn't that insane? To say, like, what the fuck? Get out. Like, no. Insane. Yeah, truly insane. Because mm -hmm. uh, I think you just um, it, it really is just an attitude and a mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to describe. But people, if you have a certain presence and you have a welcoming vibe and make people feel good, like good, you know, they'll do good things for you. Right. Those things will just naturally happen. Yeah. Yeah. You, you noted a lot of great things about New York, only a New York story. So thank you for sharing that. And shout out to Nina. You know, uh, we've heard it once or twice on this, and uh, <laughs> I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm feeling some like connection I, here, maybe. <laughs> I, I miss, I miss Nina. She's like my aunt. <laughs> I feel <laughs> okay. like she's like my aunt. It's insane. Okay. okay. Yeah. No, it's not a romantic. No, no, it's, it's not romantic. All not right. romantic I, at all. She's like a. I feel like she's like my big cousin or something. Like oh, my aunt. She's like I an aunt. It, she's an aunt. She's an aunt. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's great though. That's she's great to have sweet. that. So. Oh, it's amazing. All right. So Harrison, so this podcast is not only about, you know, New Yorkers and their stories and experiences, but it's also about giving the guidance to those looking to either visit or move to New York mm. City. So I, I, I'd love to hear like, you know, what advice would you give to someone that's wanting to make the move to New York City? 
Ooh, advice to someone wanting to move to New York. Mm-hmm. I would say do you know, just do it. You just have to like not overthink and just pull the trigger and move and just get here, right? Even if your first apartment is not a great situation, you'll get here and then you'll start moving and shaking. And then honestly, like if you get out and about and you're doing things that are in the public or I mean, most things are in the public, you'll start, you'll realize New York, it's not as big as people think. Like I actually think, mm-hmm. especially doing what I do, I mean, it is a very small city. Everyone kind of knows each other. Once you've been mm-hmm. here for a couple of years, um, it really does have, have that effect. So yeah, that'd be my, my advice is like, do it, you know, just pick up and just do it. Don't overthink. Don't overthink. You heard it here. That's, <laughs> just do it. Just just get here. Everyone has to experience New York once. Not everyone, but if they can. Oh, totally. Now, we're going to dive into our second segment shortly, but I want to kind of just, you know, ask, is there anything with regards to your New York story, New York advice, tips, and so forth that, uh, you know, you like to share or end with, or, or do you feel good about everything? I feel pretty good. No, I, I think, uh, no, it's a wonderful place. You know, it really is. A, and I, I've seen you have, you've had some people on the podcast where I know like the New York city subway guy. Um, mm-hmm. he's, he's super cool. And I think it's just, I, I love this whole like community, you know, of create content mm-hmm. creators here. I think everyone is doing something interesting and telling a different kind of story. So I, even, yeah, for this, I think you're, I think this is great. Thank you. Yeah, I know the content creators, the New York community, the, the artists, just everyone is so amazing. I, I've, I've learned that firsthand. Gossip Nista here. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I wanted to hop in here to ask that if you haven't yet, if you could please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast wherever you listen. This will help me reach more people and spread the word about New York City and those who love it. And if you want to stay up to date, be sure to follow at Gossipnista Podcast on Instagram. Now, back to the show. Let's talk about your updating show that you have created, yes. Harrison. This is like drum roll, I feel like so exciting. This show uh, that you have created. Have you been to the show? I haven't. I oh, haven't you gotta yet. Come through. But I, 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 I will. So I am wanting to dive into that to learn about your background. I know you said you were in San Francisco. Not sure, you know, what you went to school for or what, you know, career background you had there. And then what led to this updating show, which is revolutionizing the way that dating is happening across major cities. So let's start there. That is, that is the coolest intro I've ever heard. I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm walking out on Jimmy Kimmel right now. So no, it's magical. So yeah, the, the short story or the medium story, you know, I've always kind of, uh, you know, been a, a content creator, right. And uh, I was on the West Coast and I started um, I started sort of a, a media site around lifestyle for people in their 20s, like funny mm-hmm. takes on like career or work or dating. And um, uh, yeah, it would start as a simple blog and I would just kind of like I would have other writers and we would talk about things. And the only thing I kid you not that like people actually like clicked on was the dating stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I said, OK. There's something here like with dating, like let's try and produce shows around dating, but that were relatable, raw. And so I turned to just trying to make a dating show for the digital age. Like that mm-hmm. was really the goal like five or mm-hmm. six years ago. Mm-hmm. And we did this little live stream show um, where it got some views and it, it was like people going on first dates. And, uh, you know, I was like the first guinea pig, so to speak. And people would comment and share. I would literally live stream first dates with permission go in this was like five or six years ago mm-hmm. and I would go in the bathroom and do like a halftime report like hey guys I'm on a date right now comment below I don't know if she likes my outfit choice you know I uh, don't love her drink choice um, <laughs> something is not quite right with that and um, voila so I did that a few a few times and I was trying to act into a tv show and and doing all those things and while that was happening I got connected to a um to a stand-up comedian here in new york through this guy mike davis who was our mutual friend and Mm -hmm. he had interned with brandon on the howard stern show and 
um, I had known Mike for, he was a childhood friend and he hit me up. He's like, yo, you have to talk to this guy, Brandon Berman. I, I remember the quote. He's like, yo, he's the funniest dude I've ever met. Um, mm-hmm. Just talk to him. Crazy radio guy. I think you guys will, will work together at some point. And so Berman and I became pen pals for a few years, trying to come up with ideas, things to do together. Uh, we tested this like podcast idea. I produced mm-hmm. it. He hosted it. It was about like the bachelorette. And mm-hmm. so we were just kind of like, it was called bro. Did you, we don't even tell the story too often anymore. But <laughs> well, what is it? What was it? It was uh-huh. called, it was called bro. Did you watch the bachelorette? <laughs> okay. It, which was like five years ago before a lot of people had podcasts. And yeah. Um, so we did that. And then long story short, he was a stand up trying to break in and, and, you know, he was a smart, smart guy. It's like, look, I'm one of a million people trying to break in. I need my own live show. And uh, he was trying to come up with a live show idea and knew, knew about the dating stuff. And uh-huh. then we kind of connected on that. And it was like, all right, let's take a lot of this format that I was doing on digital and let's put it on stage in front of an audience with his skill, his skills as a live performer, mine as a producer and kind of dating co-host. Um, it was just uh, that's sort of the origin story. And um, I moved to New York to start the show. And, and we've always like, you know, I think for us, it was always about if we're going to do something together, we got to go big. We got to not do what everyone else is doing. You know, millions of people are trying to break in as full-time creators and full-time artists. Like, how do mm-hmm. we do it differently? And so we started updating the live show and it slowly it started taking off. And then, yeah, and then COVID happened. And wow, that- that's one of the origin stories. One, you mean you have more that, that there, was are like, pretty... there are like 80 different versions because Brandon was also at a coffee shop one time. And this was when we were like trying to come up with something. And there was a first date, like arguing over a burger or over, over a burger. And yeah. he, he started like narrating on top of it or something, which I thought was really funny. And, and so That's the other cool. thing is like, we, we've always loved, like, I look at ourselves as like producers for the next gen of reality. Mm. And, you know, it's like reality TV the past 10 to 15 years. Obviously, it's so big. Everyone watches it. But it is like it does feel very edited. It does feel very filtered, mm-hmm. not a true representation of real life. It's like some of the, those shows can be a little tacky. And so he and I have always fully aligned on what's real. Right. What is someone in the seats going to tell tap their friend and say, hey, that's so relatable. That's me. Because that's where content's always been headed. And then it's what's raw. And then it's what's funny. Because I do think, especially for our show, it's like, don't take dating too seriously, right? Have fun mm. with it. Okay. You, wow. You unpacked a whole lot. And I love it, Harrison. Okay. Just to round it all up for the listeners. Okay. So initially, you know, you were in San Francisco. Brandon, who is the co-founder of the updating show with you, was in New York. You guys connected, kind of developed something. It came up to be updating and you moved to New York for it. He's in comedy, if I'm not mistaken, and you're in content content creation. And you kind of merged those two things to create updating. Pretty much. You nailed it. Yeah. He he hosts the show, does an amazing job. I produced it and um, do some co-hosted with them. And we kind of like bridge those, those gaps, but the live aspect that's, yeah. you know, just so unique. Right. And that's okay. what people love because 100%. Up- updating is a show, but it's also, it is a live experience too. Okay. So yes. And that's the, my next question. So for those that have maybe never even heard of updating, like, what are we talking about here? Please paint a picture for them. Define what updating is. Totally. So updating, it's uh, we call it the most raw dating show in existence. So mm. the way it works, two people go on a blind date, blindfolded, quite literally blindfolded in front of a live audience mm-hmm. with audience interaction, with raw, raw reveals. We cast these daters ahead of time. And it's uh, I would say it's truly uh, unlike anything in entertainment today. So they go on they go on a first date. They're interviewed at the top by Brandon. And then throughout the show, throughout their conversation, we're taking messages from the audience. So Brad's Gucci shoes are disgusting. Ask them about their last, you know, the last time they hooked up. And Mm -hmm. so we're making it really interactive. We're making it fun and real and interesting. So the interactive part is cool. So if you're in the audience and you like who we cast on stage towards the end of the show, we call it date crashers. We allow audience members to come up and pitch themselves. Ooh, Wow. So like the two people on stage not only potentially get to 
either connect together if they have a match, but if not, then, you know, whoever can come pitch themselves is like, Hey, like let's hook up. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. It's like, yo, shoot your shot. And so we, it, we liken it to like a first date on steroids. You know, we mm -hmm. get rid of the, what do you do? Like, you're not allowed to talk about how old you are or your profession. So okay. we get into what's real. We make it silly, we make it awkward, make it sexual. I mean, all the things that people are kind of afraid to yeah. do or talk about. You make it all about the connection, not the actual attributes that come with a person, right? Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. I have seen some of your footage. It is hilarious. Like you said, so it is funny, raw. right? It is funny. It is just like mouth drop, right? Um, oh my God. The humor. Yeah, obviously relatable is huge, but like it is comedy, you know, it is still funny. It needs to be a funny dating show. It's extremely important. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going to say this. I don't know if you've heard this, but I feel and tell me if there's any relation to this or if that was ever even a thought. Uh, it seems like the days of Singled Out with Jenny McCarthy meets Blind Date and a little bit of Nick Cannon's Wild and Out. <laughs> um, I don't. What was the first one you said? Singled out with Jenny McCarthy. Do you I don't think I've that? ever you seen probably, that. You probably too young. Um, it, yeah, it does have a. Yeah, I could definitely see because there are a few different elements. It has like that radio show, like Howard Stern kind of vibe, right? That's so raw. Then mm -hmm. it does have like a dating game show flavor to it, like you yeah. know, an old school dating game. And then it, it it has you know elements of like I guess a little bit of something like the bachelor and then mm. and then it also has elements of a show like a scripted show like a master of none where it's like i don't know if you've seen that but there were aziz and sorry would go on these first dates and it would just be so silly and like quick and you know make fun of that it's such a fun just energy that you guys bring onto stage with like connections all right and we're gonna dive more into these connections and more about it so let's dive into the next question so you obviously both were in two different coasts you decided to bring it to the east coast you started updating which is you know just a raw dating show live experience that two people are casted for and uh you know the audience gets to interact with them so what made you create this of all things and what did you see in the dating arena in, in New York, let's say specifically that you knew this would be like a, a good thing for? Yeah, for sure. The mm -hmm. dating, a lot of people are very jaded by dating apps, first of all. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, a new way to meet people, make it interactive, make it interesting. We're actually partnering with the dating app uh, that we're going to be announcing soon. And we we've turned down opportunity like okay. so many dating apps have pitched us to work with them we've said no to all of them because it's just you know it's not the vibe and then this app it's called hud and you know for your listeners they can look it up on, on the updating bio mm. uh, hud brand new app uh actually from new zealand and hud reached out to us and said hey we love your show we're not a dating app we're a hookup app that's very inclusive and all about commitment-free dating and we really jive with that attitude because that's what updating is. It's not taking yourself too seriously. It's, uh, you know, being open about, you know, some uh, personal stuff like your kinks or just being real. Like, thing, again, things that people are afraid to sometimes talk about. And so mm -hmm. we, we partnered with HUD because it's a perfect balance of being open, dating, um, hooking up. And, you know, it doesn't have to lead to marriage. And I think that's another thing that I see with New York City dating is, you know, it's either it's so black and white. I think that stre stresses a lot of people out. It's mm -hmm. people judge very quickly on dates here. It's on a first date. It's like, all right, can I see myself marrying this person? It's a little aggressive. Let's just mm -hmm. chill. <laughs> Let, let's just go with the flow for a few dates. Right. And have fun. And I think that's such a that's the only way mm -hmm. to not be lonely when you're single. Honestly, you know, I've been in single. I've been in relationships and the only antidote mm. and look you even if you do this you'll still be lonely while you're single but the only antidote i found is just having fun and telling your friends the stories and making it entertaining your dating life and so that's what hud's about that's what updating's about just really making dating more very entertaining oh my gosh well thank you so much for dropping that exclusive partnership with hud i'm so excited to see that you know come to fruition oh, of course it's gonna be so exciting very, have you heard of yeah i'll i'll send you a link after for sure we'll, 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 check we'll it out. plug that into the show notes here i haven't heard of it I, i'm married so i haven't but i'm i'm happy no, to totally. know that you know 
updating show has connected with an app? Because my one of my questions is like, if you guys had an app, so now you are actually bringing like updating with HUD, I'm assuming inner like connected, and maybe even those people that don't make matches on stage will be on there. Is, I mean, is this still on the planning stages? The HUD? So HUD, yeah, we'll, we're officially going to be announcing this next week, which is very, very exciting. Our, our whole approach with the dating is don't take yourself too seriously. And, you know, uh, we have a couple matches and success stories on the show. These are couples who I'm pretty sure would have swiped left on each mm-hmm. other, but we set them up and now they are dating. That's awesome. And it is the coolest thing. I've I love heard. that. I love that you're, you're giving us like stats on the show. So, okay. Tell us about, um, you know, you do updating. So you're doing upkeep too, in the sense of like, how long have these people dated? Like, you know, are, do you keep in touch with them to kind of share these success stories? Is that a potential plan for the future? So we do. Yeah, we, we definitely post updates on our story. And as we've developed the big social media following through TikTok, a lot of people do want updates. Mm. They want to find out what's going on with these mm-hmm. people. Like, are they still together? What's going on? And so we're, we're doing a lot more updates on daters. Um, uh, Daniel and Rachel, I'll talk about them. They've been seeing each other, I think, for two, two or three months. Mm. It's really progressing. Yeah. Jackie and Jackie and Zach, wonderful couple. Uh, they're yeah, just absolutely wonderful people. And they've been dating for six months. Oh, that's so. awesome. Oh, this is yeah, it's very exciting. I love that. And um, we won't talk about Daniel. I remember seeing his selling bit on your Instagram post, which was awesome. Oh my god, he's very funny. <laughs> so he's right? really he's a yeah, funny guy. He's winning with Rachel. Rachel's winning actually. <laughs> very very funny guy. Very passionate person. Uh, anything you know that I'm doing, or you know, if it's work, or you know, with cousins, whatever. I'm just a very passionate person. So I'm really might insert that just for people to listen what that was but um i love it so okay tell us what the casting process is like is this for everyone i know it's 21 and over how is there an age limit i know you're lbgtq like friendly like across the board yeah great question so yeah no age limit it's really everyone um yeah straight gay couples it's it's the full gambit uh we get so many interesting people reaching out to be on the show um, if you do have listeners who are guys, we, we are definitely looking for more guys to be on the okay. show. I think, uh, you know, definitely a lot more women apply to be on, which is great. And it's, yeah, guys, I think are just afraid to be vulnerable, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the guys we do get on are, are awesome. They're wicked. They're so cool. Yeah. Taking their um, shirts off. <laughs> yeah. They take their shirts off. They do more than uh-huh. that. You know, it's, <laughs> it gets interesting. So uh, that's one of the things I would say about that. Awesome. All right. So more guys need apply. Love it. And then um, let's be specific about, you know, those success stories or just crazy stories or, or can you share any stories about the updating connection? People mean on the show. Yeah, I'm trying to think of like the best, the best story. Um, well, the Daniel and Rachel one's great because they, they're just, uh, you know, we, we knew it would be an interesting match between them. They're just kooky, they're goofy, they're funny, real. Uh, you know, five foot nine and a half metrosexual Jew, so uh, I don't see that. So are you- I did in- love a metro guy. Oh. I mean, okay, if you're gonna be like dressing like a gym bro on your days off, I'm gonna be like, eh. I take care of myself, like I, I wanna do it. I knew that something would happen there. We've had a lot of audience members meet. Uh, which is interesting. And so you just, you really never know what's going to happen. Um, I, yeah, there are so many, I'm trying to think there's so no many. Worries. Yeah. I love that you brought up the yeah. audience though, because like, okay, say, you know, you have the two contestants on stage that actually went through the casting process, but then you have this whole audience of potentially single people, right? So they could meet other people. Would you say the majority of your audience is female? Great place for guys to come meet, you know, females and vice versa. Is it, is it a good Oh, totally. Majority's probably female, but we do have a lot of guys who wouldn't watch a dating show come to updating mm. for sure. 
um, which I think is the coolest thing. You know, The Bachelor might be what, like 95% women watching that female audience? At least 95%. So I would say updating is probably like 60, 40. Okay. Which is really high for a dating show. 100%. And and that is so exciting. All right. So curious, Harrison, of your four years in New York City, being in the landscape, landscape of updating the updating show dating period like what are what are yeah. some things you've learned from um either updating or just dating in new york that you can share with the listeners Ooh, so many so many i think um oof, what have i learned about dating <laughs> um i mean my, i would say don't take yourself too seriously number one number two okay this all right this is a good lesson so because New York does have so, you know, it's a lot of fish in the sea, so mm-hmm. to speak, right here in New York. Don't don't get upset if it doesn't work out with someone or if they're not that into it. Just move mm-hmm. on. It's you're going to meet someone else and <laughs> like within a, a week, <laughs> like there are just so many people here and they're all looking to date and meet and mingle. So I would say try not to get hung up on on someone uh, doing Try and, you know, spice up dates. Like, you don't always have to do dinner or drinks. Like, I've done some. Let's just meet up in Central Park and walk around. Mm -hmm. It's just, I I can tell within a minute if I'm going to vibe with someone. Mm -hmm. Like, there's such a unique energy I want to be around when I'm dating. So, it it really depends. I, you literally led me into my next question, (laughs) which I I have a list of questions. And the next one after you saying, you know, within a minute, if you jive with someone, um, what are you looking for in a girl, Harrison? Or yeah, just looking for in general. What am I looking for? Um, I'm looking for someone (laughs) who can be, can add to my life, can expand my life. Um, I have, I'm very blessed right now. I'm very grateful. I'm doing what I love with people I love. It's, it's a wonderful thing, but I, I do see the value of having an amazing partner. I want someone who is smart and cool and interesting and um, romantic and funny. Um, just someone who can just kind of be a life partner, like someone great. Like I really, you know, I think someone really great. And so that's sort of what I'm looking for. I've dated. I've definitely dated. Like I'm not, Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's not my first rodeo. I have really dated and yeah, I've been in relationships. I've been in situationships. And so what I'm looking for, like, as far as a term, I would say having all those attributes, like someone who can just be your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone that can compliment you and yeah, a hundred percent that, I mean, I, I call my head, like we're the yin and yang to one that. another. So the compliment part is really yeah, important. Yeah, a hundred percent. So would you would you guys say you have similar personalities? Um, not at all. Um, but in the sense of mm. what we want and and um, you know, just how we are easygoing, adventurous, yeah. and just like going wow. with the flow. But like he's like I said, he's he's See, more like the you know, steady one. And I'm more like the free spirited one. So, <laughs> right. So that's a good, yeah. See, that's a really good balance. I think. I don't necessarily um, know that I, that's yeah. like key for everyone, but it, it works. Right. But you were saying, I'm sorry. No, totally. No, I, I love hearing about other stories because I, I always wonder personally, like, am I going to be with someone who's like, like I'm a lot, <laughs> you know, I'm a lot to, to handle, to deal mm-hmm. with. So I would definitely love someone who's maybe, who definitely has to be extroverted and like charming too, like, and, f- and fun and mm-hmm. funny. But I do want someone who's probably a little more steady because I'm always going to be, you know, I'm, I'm like, a, I'm not great with details. I think I just lost my fourth sunglasses <laughs> in the past one, in the past yeah. two months. So I'm not good with those little things and I'm working hard on it, but I don't know. I, I just keep losing this. Yeah, <laughs> no, you said it. So, well, I I think everyone ultimately finds the, just that perfect fit for them, regardless of of what those attributes are when it's the right time. And, you know, things like up the updating show kind of just brings people to either find that connection or either find out more about themselves and, and, you know, how to, how to move forward. So I really appreciate what you and Brandon have created. It's Oh, that's really, that's really wonderful. It's so fun too. It's just, it's so New York, you know, so. It's It's so New York. It is so much fun. And that is the other thing, right? Like uh, we can get like, you know, I can get very, 
let's call it uh, very, you know, in the clouds and, and vision and all these things about why it's working. But at the end of the day, people want to have fun. Mm-hmm. They want to have fun when they're on their couch scrolling to watch content. They want to have fun when they're buying a ticket to go to an yeah. event. You know, there's so much crap going on. And that's our job, right? As really as entertainers, it's to just make people feel a little bit better about their life, their, their week, like just feel positivity. And that is like, uh, you know, we really, and sure there are moments on the show that make people feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. There's, there is brutal mm-hmm. honesty, but it's never mean. It's always tasteful. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's constructive too. So like, if you're signing up for it, like, just know you're in it and like, let things roll off your shoulder. Just, just have fun. Just do it. Just do it. Have fun. Enjoy it. I love it. Okay. So what is the future of updating show look like? I know we have the HUD app uh, connection. What else can we expect and where can we connect with you and updating that? Yeah. Amazing question. So uh, for what's next, Updating is in the road this summer. Super excited. So we'll be touring LA, San Francisco, Denver, Chicago, Philly, Long I- Philly, Long Island. We're going to be releasing a flyer soon, uh, announcing our show dates. Super, super excited about that. Just to hit the road. We have, we have crazy demand in other cities right now for our show. And we're just excited to, to take this thing on the road. So that's definitely in the short term growing our digital social media is really important. I think, um, we're going to be releasing more content mm-hmm. from the show, mm-hmm. uh, you know, longer clips on YouTube, episodes, behind the scenes stuff. So we're really building out outwards now that we have like, you know, a nice little following. So we just want to get more followers. And, and yeah, you know, it's it really is a full it's yes, it's a show, but it's also, uh, you know, we're we're a company now. Right. So um, all of those those things that you you tighten on the back end, right. As you think about like growing a business. So it's, um, exciting. it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be really exciting. Probably merch in the future too. I love that. I love where can people watch more of these videos, connect with you online, please. Uh, oh, definitely. Please go follow updating at updating show on Instagram and TikTok. We have a, a lot of shows coming up three more in June in New York. Uh, we'll be doing shows all summer, usually three here in New York, other show dates, go to our website, updatingshow.com backslash tickets. Uh, and then if you want to be on the show, you could also go on the website and see info about casting. Oh my gosh. So mm-hmm. yeah. So it's super, uh, it's definitely exciting. It's beyond exciting. Like I said, it's such a great thing that you brought to New York city to people to find love and, and, and in general, uh, just and have fun yeah that's the keyword too have fun so thank you to you and brandon for creating this it it was such an amazing you know conversation with you and and meeting you oh my god mariana you're awesome thank you i I love i love all of your questions i love your presence and how much you love new york and um yeah definitely come to a show soon uh and um yeah no this was this was one. Thanks for having me. Of course. Me. And I'm going to bring people some content when I come to that show so they could get a little feel. Oh, of there that we go. Well. Amazing. Ooh. Before I let you go, Harrison, there's a speed round that I play. It's called a New York Minute of okay. like questions that I potentially like you to answer as quickly as possible. First thing that comes to mind, it's fun. It's meant to be fun. Are, are you down to, to play this game? I would love to. I love a good rapid okay. fire. Okay. That's got to be rapid fire. And I changed it up to include some dating questions. So. Ooh. I love a good rapid fire. Okay, so here we go. Best thing about dating in NYC? Options. Ooh, okay. (laughs) Uptown or downtown? That, oh, that's kind of a rude. I love it. People are going to misconstrue that answer. Okay, uptown or downtown? Downtown. East or west side? West side. Worst thing about dating in NYC? Options. (laughs) (laughs) The double-edged sword. It's a double-edged sword. There you go. Okay. Favorite thing to do on a date in New York City? I think, I I truly think like walking or dancing is like the coolest thing you can possibly do. Like just good music playing, just vibing. You, You know, you're in a lounge or something. I love it. I love it. Okay. Subway, bus. Walking, you're gonna say walking or lift. <laughs> I'll say wa- walking is first, subway probably second, then lift. I'm cool. Don't really yeah. take the bus. All right, yeah. I love it. Uh, favorite New York neighborhood. Favorite New York neighborhood, Tribeca. 
favorite New York neighborhood to go on a date? I think Tribeca. Mm, okay, Tribeca. <laughs> it's, just so, it's just so cool down there. And you, you just feel like you're in a different city. A lot of those neighborhoods downtown, you you could be in a, di a different city. Like Fidei, I've heard people say it feels like Chicago. Mm. Chinatown is just fascinating. You're in a different universe. I love Chinatown. Mm. Yeah. Big, big fan of Chinatown because Chinatown to me is still has a lot of the mystery and mysteriousness of old New York. Yeah. And it's really cool down there. And Tribeca is the LA of New York, in my opinion. Mm, okay, I love that. Now I'm gonna have to explore it more. Uh, it's okay, so favorite New York restaurant that you like Ooh. personally, and then maybe for a date? I've been on this Upland Pizza lately. They have a few locations. I think they have two or three locations. It is just so easy and so good. I think it's like the most underrated slice in New York. Noted. And for a date spot, anywhere specific you'd want to go or? For a date spot, there is a really cool date spot. It's if you want a good like, yeah, it's a little, it's called the Butterfly Lounge in Soho. Mm -hmm. it, it does have like the best lighting you could want from like a New York nighttime mm -hmm. date. Like it's very, it's yeah, it's, it's very chic. Ooh. Um, and it's kind of mysterious. So butterfly. Perfect. Lunch. Favorite season in New York? I would say summer. Ooh, <laughs> it gets. I just, it's so nice here. It gets hot and wild and sticky. <laughs> I, love I love it. it. I I love it. Oh, I, I love the great weather there. I love it. Okay, favorite New York tourist destination? Washington Square Park. Is that probably? Yeah, that's definitely. Yeah, I love going. I love going down there. Yeah. It's the best people. I feel watching. like Washington Square. Definitely, I feel like Washington Square Park is one of those places in New York where it's the perfect balance of tourists versus locals. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, mm -hmm. like uh, Times Square is like. Obviously, no locals. Yeah, there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ever, right? Um, but I feel like Washington Square Park is good balance. You, I think you said it greatly. I agree. A favorite non-tourist destination, maybe like an off, you know, the beaten path place that you go to or something. Ooh, there's a place by the Cherry Cherry Theater, Cherry Lane Theater, in the West Village by Tribeca. There's a little cul-de-sac where you. It's so like quaint and cool and you feel like you're in a, a village. Mm. I know it's called the West, it's literally called the West Village. And we, we don't even know what a village is sometimes, mm. but like, this is why it's a village. It feels like you're in Switzerland. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's that historic street, Cherry Lane. I think yeah. so, yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Oh, you've heard I've of it? I've been on a yeah. tour down it during Halloween, I think. <laughs> but it's, it's, oh, no it's, way. A, it's a beautiful neighborhood and area. Uh, if I'm thinking of the right thing, you are, but I, I love that you noted that. Okay, favorite New York park? Central and Madison. I'm, I'll do both for different reasons. Okay, and so my other yeah. question on that was like, okay, your favorite park and then favorite park for a date. Uh, Central Park. Favorite weekend getaway from New York City? Miami. On a scale of one through 10, how hard is the dating scene in NYC? I don't think it's hard. I really don't. I mean, I, yeah. I think it's not hard to date in New York. I think okay. maybe finding the right person takes some time. But I, I don't think it's hard to... It's probably the easiest city in the, in the world to like date and meet people. So one? One. One out of ten. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's like difficult. I think it's like you just have to real. You just have to date to meet the right person. There's opportunity in New York City. I, I just, uh, you know, for your listeners, like, just say hi in real life. That's my advice. Just say hi to someone in real life. I don't do dating apps. I'm all about in real life. It's just such a raw connection. Oh, I love that you said that because I mean, updating show is real life. Yeah. And. Um, you know, there will be potential app yeah. opportunity, but in real life is always good to Exactly. The only app we recommend is Hub. Okay. There you go. So one word to describe New York City. I would say exhilarated. What's one word to describe dating in NYC? Adventurous. Number one tip on how to live your best life in New York City. Ooh, I love that. Go outside your comfort zone. Really? You know, you just have to. Like it's very you can mm do the typical just go to the same bar and drink and do this but you need to like explore like mic drop that, that's what new york is right you don't come to new york to like do the same thing over and over like if you want to see it live it explore it and you know become it in a way you have to do what you just said go outside your you absolutely have to yeah. exactly so you have been amazing harrison i again uh thank you so much for having me mariana this was wonderful 
Thanks for tuning in to Gossipista. Your support means the world. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends. Can't wait till next week's episode? Follow along on Instagram at Gossipista to get my latest New York happenings. But if you live in breathe New York City like I do and want even more, go to our website at gossipnista.com, explore, and subscribe to our newsletter to get insider tips first. Lastly, if you have any questions and or scoop on the city, you can email me at gossipnista at gmail.com. Until next time, you know you love me. XOXO, Gossipnista.